What's up? We are a stone's throw from Halloween 2021, Squeezer, and that means yes. this represents our last of the Halloween shows for this Halloween season. And like we've made tradition, we are doing our Halloween, our trick or treat bag, our, gra our grab bag, of so to speak. Yes. And nothing is more terrifying than the consuming monster of time as the Langoliers tried to slowly catch up with us. What? I don't know. Just this went fast. Is that in Dune? No. No. That Dune is really well written and entertaining. I just spew out nonsense. Oh. I still can't believe you haven't seen it yet. Nope. What'd it's a work of art. Sure. I remember you're like you you watch so much crap. <laughs> Literally crap. What do I watch is that it, is crap? I don't know. You probably watch some movie that you shouldn't have watched you, when you go to watch Dune. You watch the same thing over and over. Your list is a mile long of things you keep saying you're going to watch. Yeah, I know. And now I'm rewatching Dune over and over so again. So you can't so accuse me of watching crap. I I watch you, you you watch a lot of stuff. Yeah. You can take two hours and 35 minutes out of your day to watch this gem. I'm taking time off of work to go watch it. We finished We finished uh, Squid Game. You what, watched one episode? Yeah. We finished yeah. Only Murders in the Building, and I've been telling everyone for a month to watch it. And you're like, oh. Yes. Our friend yeah, Dougie, Dougie said, said yeah. he was watching it, so you're like, oh, I guess I'll check it out finally. And you watched, what, one yeah. episode? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I like to... Uh, What's that? Lost you. It's kind of early to lose Squeezer. I hear you're there, Squeezer. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, hello. You weren't talking. I was. You you had a thought and you fi you didn't finish it. You said I like to. I, I like to dip my toes. Ah, uh, well, we <laughs> started dipping our toes in Dope Sick on Hulu. We started the first episode. Ah. Michael Keaton, but if you have if you have Hulu and you have not watched Only Murders in the Building yet with Steve Martin and Martin Short, please do yourself a favor. Yeah, it's really funny. Um, I we finished it on Saturday at two in the morning, and it is it is so great. I can't wait for the next season. I might finish it by then. Maybe, baby. Um. But uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't. I don't want to see Dune, so I don't know if I'll get I don't. It. What, do, what do you have against it? It's just not doesn't have my pique my interest. I want to see uh, Last Night in Soho in the theaters, the new Edgar Wright movie. Hmm. So you don't, you you don't you know about what you know about. You don't know about what the rest of the world knows about. All right. I yeah. It's wonderful. <laughs> it is so nice. You you should you should try it. What? Just being into Dune and not everything else? Uh, no, not I. I'm not into Dune and just nothing else. But uh, a magical world of uh, that wonderful sci-fi bubble. Uh, well, last night in Soho's. Um, I said one night. It's last night in Soho. I, I believe it is a uh, sci-fi sci movie. Edgar Wright. Everyone loves Edgar Wright movies. 
He, um, Shaun of the Dead was his big breakthrough. He did Baby Driver. He was supposed to do Ant-Man, but, uh, clashed with Disney. And, uh, Last Night in Soho, it looks so good. And also uh, Wes Anderson's French Dispatch, which is only in theaters. Are you there? I'm here. Oh. I'm, you're talking about movies I, I I haven't seen. I haven't seen them either. Oh, okay. Well, keep losing. You know, you're not losing me. I'm here. I'm nodding my head along with you. <laughs> oh well, shit. If I would have heard it rattling, then I would have known. Yeah. Hey. You got to do hey. it closer to the mic. That was that was mean spirited. Ah, uh, uh, Enchantress used that on me tonight, so it's pretty good. I had like it. I got to reuse it. No, uh, I, I'll, I'll stick to I'll stick to my my Dune and my what's my other sci-fi movie coming out? Lightyear. Um, oh, the Buzz Lightyear movie. Oh God! It, look, what is the I, point behind that? I don't. I don't. Uh, it's. Um, I'm making the little money finger rubbing thing. That's all it is. They and like they basically uh why is Chris Evans playing Buzz Lightyear? Because the because someone sitting in a chair and a table in a conference room said, "You know what? Chris Evans is a big name. We can put Chris Evans on and he can be Buzz Lightyear and people will go see it." Is this a is Fox this... News is convinced it's because, you know, he has conservative values. But, you know, it's it's because people are, you know, dumb. And the rest of the internet spent the day trying to figure out where this fits in the Toy Story universe. Oh. So now they're like, is Andy so... in a futuristic world, like on a space station, because now the Buzz story is real? No, they just took Buzz Lightyear and they're making a movie about him. There's no content. It seems like there is a zero context with anything. They just took Didn't a character from Toy Story. Do this? Yeah, Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. Yeah, well, it, it it doesn't even have anything to do with, like, it seems like it's a stretch from his character. Like, it's not, like, a movie. It's not meta. It's not a Buzz movie within Toy Story, right. but it's it, real. He's not a toy. It's a real Buzz no, Lightyear. No, this is a real Buzz Lightyear. It's not like, it's not like when we're, like, Jurassic Park to us are, like, our headcanon role play like try to blur the lines like pretend it's real with the merchandising like it, it's not the case it's just uh it's a buzz lightyear movie don't look too deep into it i still don't get why tim allen's not like that's just silly i mean i kind of see it now if it's not really based on the toy they don't want to confuse people yeah, but still, it's Buzz Lightyear. Evans being the voice of the in-universe character that inspired the toy. Alan being the voice of the toy. That makes sense. See, that's the answer I was looking for, not Fox News think it's politically driven. <laughs> it's always politically motivated. Is Tim Allen conservative? Like, I didn't even know this. I don't know. Uh, how is everything political now? I was... Ah, because they just can't help themselves. Because it's the only way you get... You can get people arguing about it, and if people argue about it, then you get clicks. I guess it is clickbait, yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you see Greta Gremlin? Everyone? 
Sorry. You know those Monster High dolls? Uh, maybe not by name. So they're like they've been around for a while, but they're um, dolls like based on the Universal oh, monsters. Yes. Yes, yes, I'm aware of. Yeah, they made a Gremlins crossover, Greta Gremlin one. I guess that's big news for people who collect this shit. And today they announced they're selling a $300 replica of the Ghostbusters Proton Pack. I saw. Uh, actually, yeah, this is kind of actually this is kind of cool looking. It's Gremlins one. Greta Gremlin. Yeah, it's pretty cool looking. Yeah, like yeah, it. it is. I mean, I don't collect that or wouldn't, but. I, I could don't, see but the... yeah, it might fit in my. Own. I got some random weird shit. Not for sixty bucks. Never mind. Um, if, if I'm gonna do that, I just double down my money and get a, a neutrino wand. Yeah, it doesn't even come with the, the fucking neutrino wand. Yeah, because they. <laughs> well, if you figure, did they mention a price for the pack? Yeah, it's four hundred dollars. Four hundred, Jesus Christ, uh, and then so another hundred twenty-five for the wand, right? Um, which is pretty badass looking. Though I was, Jason was looking at it when he should have been working today. Um, I mean, it is a work of art, but and they're like, oh, it's a cosplayer's dream. I'm like, I thought it, like their job was to make their costume. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have one. I have a decent plastic one from uh spirit halloween that's about all i need uh fakeman wants you to know that it wouldn't hurt to pick up a neutrino wand while you're at it just in case you (laughs) haven't already yeah i just want them to come out with um like additional like add-on straps for like the original backpack that we had as kids so i could wear it again (laughs) you can do that yourself Oh, I know, but if I can get officially licensed ones, you know, it's like that extra Wait, belt clip you, you got to get for a steady cam rig. You're saying you'd rather pay Some money for something than make it yourself? Oh, no, I always like the idea of like modeling one and building one from scratch out of parts because I used to have to do that back in the day for like props and stuff and like build replicas to an extent. And that was a lot of fun. But I never really got to like do anything cool. It was always like a, I don't know, like a a toaster or something that I had to like modify. But now it's like you know, yeah, I would love to do like a backpack or a proton pack. Yeah, I don't know. I'd uh, I'd probably yeah be sooner build myself from build one from scratch rather than um rather than buy spend four hundred dollars on a Haslab replica. Yeah, I or I mean, yeah. Then I can buy that four hundred, spend four hundred dollars on a battery-powered leaf blower that runs for fifteen minutes. You know, it's it's a trade-off. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. So I pr- remember I was telling you I was going to go with the battery-powered leaf blower. Yeah, I have a battery-powered leaf blower. Blower I got for less than a hundred. Well, yeah, but how long does it run for? Forever. Yeah, you don't have any leaves. Um. Yeah, the one I was looking at, it would if I were to go all out and like to get what I need to get the job done, it'd cost me over a thousand dollars. So, what? Yeah, because you need because I was looking at the the sixty amp uh, Dewalt ones. Sixty. And you you need the you need the twelve amp hour batteries to really get your money's worth, and it takes me about forty five minutes to like, clean my lawn off. Oh, so. I have two. I have three six amp hour. Oh, look at you, Mister. 
fucking rolling in the dough. But they're not that expensive. They're like, I got, I got one with my lawnmower. I got one with yeah. my leaf blower. I'm, I'm sorry, I got one with my leaf blower, and I got one with my uh, snow blower. Oh, see, that's the problem when I'm, I'm loyal to a sub brand of another company. But yeah, the 12 amp hour batteries are 250 bucks a pop. That's not bad. Yeah, but now I'm looking at spending a thousand dollars for fucking batteries. You need four of them to get your yard done. Uh, they last about fifteen minutes. I, that can't be true because with a six or five amp hour battery in mine, mine lasts way longer. It what is Dewalt? Yeah, mine's uh the Ryobi. Yeah, I did my research, so I'm just gonna stick with my shitty eighty dollar gas one. You stink like to high hell though when you're done with oh, that. Oh, stink to high, and it is the most polluted, polluting uh, device in your home. The way, because it just literally you're just burning fuel into the atmosphere with minimal uh, to make air. <laughs> yeah, to make air. You literally, you are burning fossil fuels into the wind to make more wind. Mm-hmm. I, I was looking at the tr- oh works makes. I, was, I should look at works. Hmm. Googling I'm, yard tools. With I'm gonna do a test. Ears. I'm gonna tape mine up and see how long it lasts. <laughs> all right Cause... do you even get leaves though no i use it to to get the oh, grass yeah. off my sidewalk oh and then the, yeah i have the debris out I of my like garage six oak trees and like three walnut trees in my whose fault is and that and i'm across the street from a park where everything blows into my yard so you have kids their job is to rake leaves uh, yeah, but I gotta get it done, and they just—they they have the attention span of their father. So you're like two, three years from making them do this. That's what Jeffrey used to make us do. Yeah, and then two, three years to making them do it, and then five to six years of them telling me to go fuck myself. <laughs> I'm like, okay, just, and then, and then at that point, it's like, oh, I will just screw the blower. I will rake them by hand. If it means that I get to just stay outside out of the house while everyone just yells at each other. Hmm. That's true. Yeah. I believe it's one of the fettuccines. Um, <laughs> let's see. I guess that's all the... I don't really have much news. Greta Gremlin has labs. We're getting closer and closer to Ghostbusters. Don't worry. We will have a Ghostbusters show prior to Ghostbusters Afterlife dropping. Because just, just, that's just what we do. Right, Squeeze? Yes. I'm going to sneeze. Gesundheit. <coughs> Bless you. And Brian, you like the works blower? Which one do you have? The 40 volt? And how long does it last for? That's my big <laughs> thing. I, I, need, I need... I need cubic... Yeah. I need some cubic numbers and I need battery time. So, you know, this is what we do at the Radgers here. You guys help me out, but you help me buy lawn equipment. And look sharp. I have battery powered everything just so I don't stink up my garage with fucking uh, gasoline smell. Uh, that's right. I keep my shit in the shed. My garage is for. For junk. Saws. <laughs> uh, uh, no, it's coming along. I got the shelves up. I got the cabinets are going in i i gotta put in my french cleats now so i can start organizing that french it's a process. cleats was that for playing soccer 
Yes, yes, because I don't want to slip and fall while while I'm cutting things. So I wear my French cleats. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I guess we could start the show. This is our Halloween trick or treat grab bag. Uh, do you know who goes first? Um, I have no idea. I'll do the honors. Here okay. is my first pick. And um, you got to stay with it because it starts a little early and gets into it. And you'll know where I'm going with it, though. But just give a listen to the dulcet sounds of Mario in my second favorite Mario game ever created, Super Mario Land 2. The six golden coins. Now, we've talked multiple times, Quizzer, about how great this game is. I think, uh, and getting it for Game Boy, like having this fun of a Mario game on Game Boy, and Mario Land was fun, but Mario Land 2 Six Golden Coins was like Mario Brothers 3 level fun. Yeah. Um, and it had a pumpkin zone. So there's, there's, it's got a map just like Mario World. And there's like tree zone, there's Mario zone, which you're in a big, like kind of robotic Mario. There's the moon zone. There's the turtle zone, which is like underwater and the whale type zone. There's really clever zones in it. And the pumpkin is like a all scary, all Halloween zone. And probably Mario's first uh, Halloween inspired uh, level. Um. It's most remembered for introducing fans to... This is Wario's first appearance, Squeezer. Wait, really? Yeah, he's the big bad Wait, in this it... game. Oh, yeah. And it's his first appearance. But I, I, I assume, like, uh, like that level. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, game, I feel the like game. Um, so the pumpkin zone is totally Halloween-themed, and there is some enemies we knew... And there was some enemies we didn't know uh, that were like, what the f how what the copyright police like like uh, whoever owns Friday the Thirteenth isn't knocking at Nintendo's door and saying, what the fuck, Nintendo? <laughs> um, so the four regular and two bonus levels. Uh, this was probably one of the hardest, the Pumpkin Zone. And it took place in a gigantic jack-o'-lantern. And you see, see the witch flying uh, when you go inside. She is the big bad. Uh, and, of course, um, there's a haunted forest. There's creepy cemeteries. And there's even a haunted house full of booze. Um, the ghosts that follow you until you look at it. And then it covers its eyes. Uh, and then, of course, you end it with the witch's hut that puts um, Mario against the witch herself. Uh, there's some creepy music, as you can hear. There's, like, slowed-down music of the rest of the game. And it wasn't scary, but it was, it was like, spooky. Is a good word yeah, for Especially it. as a kid. Yeah. Um, the, the real unique part, though, of it is, is the enemies. Uh... There are uh, several enemies based on Japanese folklore, like the Kayarora, uh, the one-eyed boys with long tongues who charge at Mario. Wait, what? Yeah. Stage two of the pumpkin zone. 
Um, and then there, there's the more Western enemies, like the J-Sun, the, the little Goomba enemies who had hockey masks like Jason Voorhees with knives embedded in their skulls. <laughs> and they had just two feet like Goombas. They're called J-Suns. Ah! J-Sun. Clever. J-Suns. Yeah. Sneaky. Probably the creepiest enemy ever to be in a fucking Mario game. I still, th <laughs> I always thought as a kid they were Goombas wearing Jason masks with knives and stuck in their skulls. Paul, oh, why? That's a good Halloween costume. Yeah, it probably is. J Dash Sons. I see a lot of plumbing companies. Huh. <laughs> Did you find it? Uh, yep, I, I found them. But I'm looking for some. I'm looking for some Jason Mario cosplay now. I want to see how far uh -huh. some people went. Probably no one. So far, I got nothing. The old pumpkin zone. Um, the whole. They're cool looking. Yeah, the whole land is surrounded by booze, but they're all looking like. One direction, which is, is oh, that's why you like it because it's surrounded by booze <laughs> and like B O O Z E. Is that your joke? Yep, ah, yep, very well done. Um, uh, there's also uh, F boys, which are little flames. Now, when you call someone an F boy, <laughs> it has different connotations. Um, but yes, fun stages leading up into the... Okay, so Jason's are a variant of the Goomba. Oh, they are? They are related. It just says variant of and Goomba. Um, they're generically referred to by Nintendo Power as masked ghouls. Hmm. Functionally, they act the same as Goombas. And they are depicted as such in the Kodanasha adaptation. Looks like some Mario manga. Oh, okay. Man, they go deep with their stuff. Yeah, Super Mario! I I love these little Jason guys. Yeah, they're great. I loved them as a kid too. I, I wish they they're only in they're only in Yes, Mario Super Mario Land 2. And and these levels. Yep. That's a bummer. They need to Bring him in. But yeah, uh if you haven't played in a while, Go ahead and get your Game Boy, fire in your cartridge, and play uh, Mario Two Six Golden Mario Land Two Six Golden Coins. Uh, you'll just love how much I don't know. It's just fun. There's great power ups. It's I always loved how like it wasn't so hard. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's an easy easy it's an easy play. Like they don't make it too. Like crazy hard. Yeah. Well, for, like, I feel like it should be that way, especially like for Game Boy. Mm -hmm. Like it's just it's meant to entertain you. Yes. Like you, 
Yeah. And because throwing a controller is one thing. Throwing your Game Boy is something else. That is true. Uh, but yeah, that's my first pick. The Pumpkin Zone in Mario Land 2. Six golden coins. Squeezer, your first pick. Hmm. You can find just as much horror around the house. Now, you children may not know it, but there was once an evil witch, and she died a horrible death. These are her eyes. And this is her hair. And these are her brains. Yo, Mom, we haven't got the eyeballs yet. Homer, you're ruining it. Yeah, well, it was an evil game. Well, now we need another Halloween activity. Does anyone know a ghost story? I do. It's the story of a boy and his doll. That's not so scary. Hmm. A doll from hell. I'm going to go to the store. <laughs> I just watched this one last night. Oh, yeah. Well, it's funny. I had already... Oh, this uh, one switched to evil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I was actually like editing the audio as you uh, were saying that. I was watching one of my other picks and then watching some treehouse of horrors as well uh and then on my phone also watching dennis Vahuvian, uh breakdown scenes from dune which you should really check out you killed zombie flanders uh, he was a zombie <laughs> he was a zombie yeah uh, we're like I, I really think that's one of the greatest just homer lines just so subtly perfect um but th- th- this actually has context this isn't just a random pick of I, I felt like this was past our generation. Like my sister's friends did this at parties. I, this never happened to me. I was gonna. I, well, I was gonna ask, knowing the answer. Uh, did I lose you again? Another squeezer dropout. Your sister, so you're, you're, yeah. you're having some dropouts tonight. That was another dropout. Huh. It's not just me. Weird. Yeah. Check my. Weird. Could be internet. I'm uh, sorry. Uh, I'm not going anywhere. I am here. All right, we'll continue. I'm here for. Um, but you you were saying your sister. Like, do you think it's something that was more popular later, or we just didn't do it? I think I didn't have Halloween parties. We just went out and caused mischief. She had Halloween okay. parties. Fair. That enough. might be the difference. See, I had my my best friend. One of my best friends growing up. His birthday was literally on Halloween. So. We okay. have a birthday party slash Halloween party, so it was always kind of like a thing. So that was there for quite a bit. And then my mom would love to do the kind of like the traditional like, oh, let's bob for apples. And like she would mm, I forgot her, like, bobbing her... for apples. Why is that a Halloween thing? I don't know. Because so apples exist in the fall. Oh, yeah. That's pretty much it. Um, I have more apples on my list. It's a very apple-heavy show. Um but she would go and get like her vintage bucket, um, like like some tin pail that I'm sure like all the hard metals are being leached out of into the water as I'm sticking my face into it. Galvanized. Um, hmm. Was it galvanized? I. It was probably like like the 30s. Like some family that like that's all they had to like cook their food in, wash their children, wash their clothes, mm-hmm. uh, use as a bathroom. Now she's like, "Isn't this neat?" You know, it's vintage. I picture your uh, your mom. I picture Mrs. Squeezer. I'm sorry, Mama Squeezer, mm-hmm. being very much like Marge Simpson. I think they're neat. 
Yes. Yes, he was very, very innocent and naive in that. What did Marge sense. say was neat? Wasn't it apples? Oh yeah, I. Uh, when when they were going to the, uh, oh, what the hell is the name of it? When they were checking oh, out all the beautiful foliage. Marge thinks potatoes are neat. Potatoes are neat. Yeah. Um, yeah, she thinks everything's neat. I I love her for it. I appreciate the fact that she takes such joy in all, all the little things um and it, she i i get it now where i get it from like i'm in my own little world she's in her own little world and it's a protective bubble of your interests and beyond that she has no clue what like i, I she still doesn't know what i do for a living mm-hmm. you know and she's like oh where are you working at oh i i got a football game okay. is it gonna be on tv <laughs> nope Nope, just there. No, it's not. Enjoying it. Just there, working it. Yeah. I'm working. But you're taking tickets. You're cleaning the bathrooms. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking... Um, the concessions, Ma. Yeah. Uh, they would never put me in there. Tried <laughs> once. Um, You'd stick your head in a cotton candy machine like Homer. <laughs> but th- this has become more of a thing even now. Because now, are, are you aware of like sensory bins and that's a thing? Nope. Yeah, you don't have kids. Yeah, so now they took all the shit that we did as kids and they put a name on it, upcharged it to make it like like a blind box kind of gimmick or some kind of thing you can buy or some DIY. And uh, now they're selling it. They're selling it. They're, they're, <laughs> <laughs> um, or, you know, someone decided, oh, shit, I used to stick my hand in some goopy shit. Let's make a blog and then talk real scientific about how it's healthy for kids to explore mm-hmm. themselves and, you know, feel things. Yeah, so now it's like, oh, yeah, you close your eyes and it's a, it's a sensory box. You put your hand in the spaghetti and, oh, you're learning things. No, it's just weird and fun. Chill with trying to make it more than it is. Man, I remember uh, middle school parties when you went in the closet and you stuck your hand in the sensory box. <laughs> <laughs> You kind of did the same thing. You just felt around and tried to figure out what it was. (laughs) Uh, I I have no idea what you're talking about, sadly. What's a party? I'm just joking. I'm I'm trying to be funny like I haven't went to a party. Uh, No, I was still still out there getting dressed up and trick-or-treating, pretending I was still seven years old. Trying to cling on to my last remaining, the, the the crumbling cliff face of childhood, doing whatever I can. Well, you know. No, mom. That I was I was about to blow something up because there might be. Uh, God forbid, there's kids listening to this, but no, mom. That guy is real. You know. What? As I'm going to work. I, I almost, if someone was listening, and God forbid their kid was listening, I almost ruined another holiday for a moment. Caught myself. Gotta play it safe. Oh, like saying Santa wasn't real? Yeah. You can say fuck all you want, but don't say Santa's not real. Okay. Well, now that wow, you did it first. Just remember that. What? You did it first. I did what first? That you, that you blew up someone's spot. 
Well, King Squeezer must have partied. No ish, I did not. Uh, uh my by my senior, yeah, because uh, New Year's. So was that New Year's two thousand one to two thousand two? That was a good one, and I drank a ton of Rolling Rock and Glodschlager and ate an entire tray of ring bologna and cheese by myself. That was a year. That's like a Saturday night nowadays, right? <laughs> well, pretty much. Well, yeah, I mean, I kind of upgraded from uh, Rolling Rock to some quality beers and Goldschlager to bourbon. But the tray of, and now we don't call it like like with a um, like the uh, sensory box. It's no longer just a tray of ring bologna and cheese. It's a charcuterie board. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, you got mm-hmm. everything's slightly upgraded. You, you turn like, the salami into a rose, and all of a sudden it's yeah. fancy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, do you enjoy? Uh, apparently, I've been enjoying charcuterie for uh, since I was, you know, like four or five years old. Just, just they had little little flags in the toothpicks that you know my grandmother would put out. Hmm. Huh. Or, or well, it wasn't so much of a tray because her theory was uh, uh, if you can't help, she's a great hostess. Um, if you don't get it yourself, you're not going to eat. All right. Thanks, Grandma. Just literally standing in their kitchen and eating, like, slices of cheese out of a package in in the fridge. It's like, you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm good, thanks. It's like, there's Six mayo in slices. there if you want it. Like, no. Nah, yeah. Eat this. Yeah, chase that down with a shooter of mayo. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, it, was, it was one of those, like, she put the whole spread out on the table. You know, like, it, it was funny because, like, my mom would go and, like, she has all, like, and I I still have mine. Like, I have, like, these handcrafted olive bowls from the Middle East, and they're fantastic. And mm-hmm. Very they're beautiful works of art. And she'll put those out, even if I come over. It's like, oh, here's some olives. And she'll put out, like, a nice little spread. But, like, for, like, Christmas, my grandmother would literally just put the jar of olives out there, take the lid off, put it next to it, and put a fork in it. And, like, there you go. No dishes. No more dishes for you, no, dummy. So, I, so, two very different ways to grow up back and forth. It was, it made me the uh, the man I am today. And I'm, what a man but, you are. And what a man I am. But as far as uh, the <clears throat> feeling shit goes, I, I figured you didn't. But there is one thing that does get me. Okay. And... <clears throat> It, it's a simple because we've all like you, you could feel spaghetti, you know, it happens all the time, and you eat grapes, but the eyeballs, the grape eyeballs. Because one thing you don't feel on a regular basis is like a peeled grape. So you actually peel a grape and then you stick your hand in there, and it's kind of gross and creepy. Huh. Yeah. Just. It's a thing. I don't know any of these tricks. Yeah. Yeah, peeling grapes. It's a good time. Well, is that all for your brains and slash peeled grapes and spaghetti? Well, don't it they're eyeballs. I mean eyeballs? Yeah. I never touched a peeled eyeball before. Really? You never, you never tried to like hold your eye open and touch your eye with your finger. No, I can't even put eye drops in squeezer. Oh, it, it burns. Don't do it. All right, well, I won't do it. All right, especially when you're covered, your hands covered in Cool Ranch dust. I'm sure it doesn't help. Ah, <laughs> uh, my. Well, I, I told the story. Of my one buddy, I did put a, a Listerine strip in his eye. I was. Oh. Mm, uh. Yeah, that that was the most. 
Top five most horrible things I've ever seen. Yeah. He had to go to the nurse's office. He was in pain. And he did it for nothing. Uh, for funsies. Bet you won't do it. Yeah, I will. Okay. <laughs> There's no... You're supposed to barter on this bet, not just do it, but okay. Yikes. That's gotta hurt. That's gotta hurt. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to my next pick. Over here, I'm a boglin. Me and my buddies need a place to hide out. <laughs> Come a little closer. <laughs> oh, did I scare you? Oh, I do that so well. If you take us home, we'll kiss your Aunt Martha. <laughs> we'll eat your peas. And we hope you know lots of girls. Hey, the name's Boglitz. You sold separately, and we're looking for good homes. Maybe yours. <laughs> ah, Boglins. Uh, they were some cool puppet toys. They were really gruesome and creepy looking. And, uh, of course, we had them as kids. But they're back. Squeezer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I showed you mine, right? When I got it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you showed me. So they went up. He's. I guess uh, they were owned by Mattel, and they're released by Mattel. Uh, and now they're put out by Tri Action Toys. And the story I got was the original creator bought the rights back from Mattel, and it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know how well they're gonna do, uh, but people they've they were like hard to find, and people had like they they kind of got a cult following in the last 30 years um but tim clark he i guess bought the they got the rights back from a town and he's he relaunched the line on uh kickstarter um do you follow him at all no do you yeah i, I follow him on instagram he posts a lot of cool shit with him so and a lot of like his modelings and and uh, a lot of, like a, a lot of his sculpt work and stuff. Triaction yeah. Toys launched over the summer. Um, when probably right around when I got mine, uh, my Boglin finally, and under the guidance of former Jazzware, um, Chris Kofani Co- Co- and. They released the updated line. Uh, what was cool in the 80s is about to be a hit again with the much-anticipated release of the Seven Kings from the Seven Bogs of Boglands, <laughs> says Kofani, founder and CEO of Traction Toys. The Boglands official launch is on Kickstarter this Friday, but is an early Halloween treat. This was last year. The Pop Insider, along with the Toy Book and the Toy Insider, uh, can reveal the campaign is open now. They even re-released the Halloween Boglins, the two Halloween Boglins. Uh, I only got one. The King Vlob is who I have, but they also released uh, King Drool and King Dwork. <laughs> um, Boglins were created by Clark and Maureen Trotto, both whom met while working on Jim Hens- with Jim Henson on the Dark Crystal and later created Sectars, Warriors of Symbion action figure line for Coleco. Oh, you know what? I think that's how I came across him. 
Sectars? Because you think Sectars? I was looking up, like, Sectar stuff. Uh, uh, the only difference now is that Vlob, Drool, and Dwork have evolved to become kings of the Boglin Kingdom, says Clark. I'm really looking forward to fans responding to this new and amazing adventure. Um... I guess people are able to get them in March if you pledged forty dollars or more on the Kickstarter. Uh, early backers received a boxed Boglin that includes one of Clark's illustrated maps of the seven Boglin kingdoms. <laughs> um, king Drool is the reigning king of the land of Gaul. King Vlob is the overseer of the land of Gorch, and King Dwork is the ruler of the land of Fergus. Um, Traction Toys plans to bring all seven kings to the market next year, along with a pair of Halloween 2021 exclusives, including sought after Boggle Bones and Blobkin figures. So, hold on. Uh, Boglin's original. Oh, yeah, he worked on Fraggle Rock, too. Well, yeah, if he was working with Henson. Boglin's original. Okay, so the the Halloween ones are out, and you get them at like GameStop. They're forty bucks each. I got one. He's as much as I need. Um, I'm trying to see what the difference was. I had the original, but fuck, you know how long ago that was, Squeezer. They probably have all decomposed by now. Yeah, right. Or turned into like sticky rubber. Uh, so yeah, it was kind of in the same box, like the wood crate with the bent bars, and they were just named Drool, not Kings. So they have like horns now, I guess, to be their crown. Um, Let me see. Oh yeah. I don't know, Mattel, Boglins. They kind of stayed pretty true to the, the creation. There was a lot of Boglins. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. Were Boglins... Did they use Boglins in Fifth Element? To, they're on the bottom of the plane. Yes. The parasites being disinfected from the landing gear of the spaceship bound for Flotsam Paradise uh, by a team of sealed suits were actually Boglins, the 1980s puppet toys. And a, bu- and a bumble movie. ball was there. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, they're little Boglins. That movie is so great. So campy. So great. So yeah. stupid. Boglins. Fifth element. Yeah, but Boglins are back. And if you uh, want one, you could get yourself uh, get yourself Boglins. And I'm sure it pissed off all the Boglin collectors over the years. I'm sure, yeah, there's a difference. The original ones... Are still probably fetch a pretty penny, but you know, once they, just like the people who collected all the real Ghostbusters toys, mint on guard. Oh, yeah, are you releasing them. There we go. But at, at least with the new ones, it's not like it was. It, it this one doesn't feel so much as like a nostalgia money grab as like the creator getting his creation back and allowing to continue his work. Yeah, the creator getting his creation back for a nostalgia money grab. And that's fantastic. Yeah, good for him. He deserves yeah. it. As long as it's he not a greedy it. corporation. 
um, who we already give all our money to. But yes, Boglins are back. Also, um, I didn't read any. I think we had a review. And uh, by God, Squeezer. Uh oh. It's my job to read. Re- You're gonna like this one, from what I remember. I don't know if we got any new ones in the time being. The Rad Years. If you uh, like our show or hate our show or hate me or love Squeezer, you can uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube. You you could subscribe, hit the bell to get notifications when we go live. And, um, um, yeah, that's, uh, oh, we got two, I think. So this first one is from Crazy Cat McGee, and he gives us five stars. It's Maddie Flip, apparently, and he calls the show Dope. I started listening to the Rad Years a couple months back, and now I'm hooked. Every week I look forward to a new episode, and when I'm not listening to their new episodes, I go back and listen to the old ones. Everything RK and Squeezer cover and talk about brings back so many great memories I've had growing up. And I've had with family and friends. Squeezer and RK are such a great dynamic duo. These guys are hilarious and seem like great dudes. However, even though I think RK is great on the show, I really hate the lunch lady with such a great passion. Oh, I mean, I appreciate one. Yeah, I know. I appreciate you had to like bring me up and then take the lunch lady down. But she's her own character on the show. It's not me. Uh, but the show is so good that I don't let the lunch lady ruin it for me. This is such a great listen. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Maddie. You're sweet, sweet boy. Well, Maddie, you literally just opened a door. Uh, <laughs> Radical. Uh, we get this review from Alabama Official, and it's five stars, and it says Radical. Wait, wait. In Alabama? Alabama Official is the name. Huh, I wonder how they Do they like pick up the internet on like a radio down there or They must. Uh Radical, can we get Squeezer to do his hi to the opening of Wicked Game by Chris Isaac? Maybe just have him talk over the song for a bit and he puts two water splashing emojis, you know what that means. <laughs> hi. In the same vein, just no intro for RK and have him not talk. <laughs> 5 stars. <laughs> Thank you. I do like that song. Well, they just don't want me to be on the show. Alabama official. Oh, oh, that's mean. Yeah. That's mean. Uh, wait, so you're saying you're not even a fan of Wicked Games. You just think that our good friend RK here is worse than that? Yeah, for some reason, and I'm, I have no nothing to back this up, but this seems like a uh, Gordon Shumway review. Where he changes. I think it is. Yeah. yeah <laughs> You know, it's part of the shtick now to, to prop you up and take a giant steaming pile of shit <laughs> yeah. on me. Um, it's, uh, I don't know, if, I'm assuming that if Squeezer did cameos, that would be the number one request to me say hi over Wicked Games. Hi! Uh, hi! There, you, you didn't do it, did you do it today? No, no, I don't do it. I do because it's Halloween. I don't do the high. You're doing your spooky, spooky music, yeah, and I do. Oh, I'm scared. You're leaving you know, the fans wanting, is what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, leave. Yeah, wait until you know November comes around. And I go hi next next you know? Tuesday. 
uh, when I'm trying to, I'm scrambling to figure out how I'm going to talk about five things that re- involve James Bond because this was my stupid idea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You'll be getting, you'll be in the mirror practicing your highs. Hi. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I'll I'll be doing my highs and narrowing down my like thirty page short list. <laughs> Give me some of those short lists. God damn it! I gotta seen a lot of James Bond. All right, here is your next pick. Thanks, old pal. Hmm? George! Never jump into a pile of leaves with a wet sucker. With a wet? Uh, sucker? I, I, I believe he's referring to like a, a lollipop. Ah. Of some kind. Yes, he had candy in his mouth. And the leaves got stuck on it. Oh, well, yeah, that'll ruin your sucker. Yes. Well, you, you can't... Yeah, well, you shouldn't be running with candy in your mouth anyway. You, it's amazing how many times you say that in your day now. Um. Uh, yeah, so I, I had to throw a little uh, Charlie Brown. It's Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown because it's just, you know, it's so fantastic. But... Do you recall, uh, as a kid, I know they're still there now, and now they're even more ornate and crazy, and no, you can get giant spiders. But I don't know if you would have had these or not. My Either mom, you did, or my, you had them all over the place. My mom bought or, one. It was a jack-o'-lantern one. Yeah, or scoffed at them entirely. Yeah, my mom bought them too. But we normally just left leaves in piles by the road for them to pick up. Oh, oh see, see we didn't do that in... Uh, in good old Whitehall. You had to rake them up, bag them, and put them out. Ah, uh, no. You left them on the side of the road. But yeah. prior to that, we'd go outside and rake them with my dad, and he'd burn them in a barrel. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, and he burned with, garbage. With whatever else. He burned garbage, yeah. too, for years, until they finally made it illegal. Uh, see, that's just... burn. It, it's easier... Either way, it's making it into the atmosphere. Yeah. So just burn it. No, burning leaves is fun. Yeah. Um... But I remember it was always a special yeah. treat. That was a special treat to burn leaves with that. He had a hobo barrel oh, and everything. Oh, that sounds awesome. He bought. That's where I first had my first uh, bubblegum cigar. It was brown. It was before they made him colors. And he'd always smoke black and milds or whatever they were. At why he uh, why he uh, raked and burnt burnt garbage and leaves, and we'd be out <laughs> with him with our bubblegum cigars, thinking we were there was like we were with dad smoking cigars and burning trash. Well, I mean. In all honesty, can we go burn some trash? Yay! (laughs) It's those cigars are not much different than the smells of the combination of burning leaves and trash. Mm, Yeah. I wonder. It's it's weird. I like never got into smoking cigars, and I'm still disgusted by it to this to this day. I wonder if there's any like connection. I just never. I guess. Like I smoked marijuana squeezer. I did that drug. (gasps) Oh. I did pot. Yeah. A long, long time ago, I hope. Uh, it's Now it's been a long time ago. Not a long, long time ago, but it's been a while. Uh, nonetheless. Like hours. No, longer than that. God damn, it's been a long time since I smoked any marijuana. Uh. But what I'm getting at, Squeezer, is I've never smoked tobacco products. Like cigarettes, never. Never, never been into um, it. I've never... 
smoked a like cigarette, like a smoking a cigarette. I, I've got them lit because, God forbid, the actor just puts a cigarette in their mouth and gives a puff or two to get it going, and then puts it in their finger. No, I would have to go take a couple puffs, light it, and then put it in their finger because, like, I, I am not smoking that. Oh yeah, you were shooting here. When you do anything in LA, you have to use these uh, gimmick cigarettes. They're like herbal or whatever. You don't yeah. use tobacco. Yeah, sometimes we get the clove ones because it would smell nice, and it reminded me of going to like church basement concerts back in high school. Um, but yeah, someone was either bur- someone had a really nice fire going the other night, and then some someone was definitely burning leaves uh, hmm. today because oh, the whole neighborhood just smells great. See, everyone just burns leaves, um, and I'm I'm telling you, I'm. Talking to the nice, uh, soaking wet East Coast. Uh, you guys west of the Rockies don't even buy matches. <laughs> um, but Let's yeah, we, I mean, we would do it all the time when we worked up at like when we would work up at the camp or. Delicious um, grandma burnt garbage. When we go camp. No, well, yeah, we would burn garbage sometimes, but mostly burning leaves. You get a nice smoldering fire, you know. But uh, it was a special treat when mom would bring home uh, the pumpkin leaf bags. I don't know why. It was just a, a big See, bag. You fill for it us, with leaves it was, a, it was a pain in the ass because we didn't have to bag them. So that meant extra work. Ah, well, see, you didn't you didn't have the stuffing ring then, did you? The stuffing ring. So we had. I don't know if they even sell these anymore. It, it's like a hula hoop with like a. Um, with like an outer ri- like um how would it I'm trying to describe it I already you don't have to describe it I know what you're talking so about So it, it, it's a ring and then it snap there's an outer ring like a kind of like a, a yeah cut, and like it another makes it tube into like a garbage cut, like, can thirds yeah. of the way around yeah. and it snaps around it like yeah yeah and you you put that on your leaf bag so you can hold it open and like rake them all in and you take it off it made life a lot easier Um my dad would scoff at this all the time, like it was a waste of money because you're buying these gimmick uh, bags. But then his leaf bags were like seven mil industrial uh, contractor bags. That, like, if you break down the price, it's like four dollars a bag. Um, you know, you can put lumber and nails in there, and nothing's gonna penetrate them. But we're using them for leaves. Um, although now that I think about it, we probably didn't pay for those. I mean, your dad did because he paid taxes. Um, <laughs> my dad did a little bit because he paid taxes. But you know, when they leave the stockpile in your back pocket, it's like you, you go to you go to work, you know, with a, a lunch pail and it's full, and then you eat your sandwich, and you you don't want to take it home empty, right? So you throw a couple extra heavy duty trash bags in there, or road signs, or you know, tools, or whatever you find just lying around. Just makes it way makes. It makes its way back home like a microphone, you know? Yeah. Or an audio board. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was always a special treat getting the leaf bags. And then uh, we never had, like, the big creepy spidery one. Well, it's not creepy. It's cute. But for me, it's creepy because I hate spiders. But Well, we um, couldn't leave the bag out. So if we bagged it, it'd just sit there as a Halloween decoration. And then after Halloween... We'd have to empty the bag, throw the bag away, and let the leaves get picked uh, up. Yeah. 
Now I have leaf pickup, and it's the most amazing thing in the world. It is. It's pretty, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Pretty, 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 pretty cool. Ah, oh, leaf bags. That is something you didn't think you'd hear today, what? is it? <laughs> what a pick, hey? What a pick. Moving on to my next pick. Our county to Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. I like to eat the peanut butter first. <laughs> There's no wrong way to eat a Reese's. So, um, I'm not talking, obviously, about Reese. Th- this commercial. The commercial's great. We all know that, Squeezer, right? Yeah, I, I think this might have been our... In my first, uh, yeah, everyone knows this commercial. Halloween commercial pick, yeah, yeah, it's been talked about multiple times. We all tried to do that with our fangs and didn't work. There's no way to eat. I'd eat the only peanut butter. I love those new peanut butter only peanut butter lovers Reese's mm-hmm. that have no chocolate. There's um, a peanut brittle version coming out for Christmas that has like crunchy peanut butter in it, and then the, oh, it's all it's all peanut butter. God. Um, so I'm talking about the ultimate squeezer. Hands down, undisputed king of trick or treat candy, Reese's and the Reese's family of candies. Oh, yes. Yeah. I didn't think I'd get an argument. Oh, by far. Oh, no, no. It's the absolute. These 92 year old bastards are delicious and they've been the king, I think, forever. Um,. The HB Reese Candy Company was established in the basement of HB Reese's home in Hershey, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Reese had originally worked at Hershey's Dairy Farm, and from the start, he used Hershey chocolate in his confections. Reese's peanut butter cups were the most popular, were his most popular candy, and Reese eventually discontinued his other lines. He died in 1956 in West Palm Beach, Florida. Passing the company to his six sons, Robert, John, Ed, Ralph, Harry, and Charles Richard Reese. So in 1963, the Reese's brother merged the H.B. Reese Candy Company with Hershey's Chocolate Corporation in a tax-free stock-for-stock merger. Get all that? I'm trying to figure out how that... uh, Yeah, it's... So if you, if, you, if you don't cash in any stocks and you just get stocks, you're not paying any taxes on it. Eventually, you'll pay ah, tax on it if you cash when them you in. you cash it out, yeah. So in 2021, after 58 years of stock splits, the Reese Brothers originally, the, the Reese Brothers original 666,000, with a great number for Halloween, 316 shares <laughs> of Hershey's common stock represented 16 million Hershey shares valued over 2.8 billion that paid annual cash dividends of $57.6 million. Shit. In 1969, only six years after Reese's Hershey merger, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups became the Hershey Company's top seller. Now, the H.B. Reese Company is maintained as a subsidiary of Hershey because Reese plant workforce is not unionized, unlike the main Hershey plant. In 2012, Reese's was the best-selling candy brand in the United States with sales of $2.6 billion, Squeezer. $2.6 billion in chocolate 
peanut butter cups. Fourth best-selling candy brand globally with sales of 2.679 billion. Only 76 million of all its sales account outside of the United States. We are the biggest fat asses in the world. <laughs> um, let's see. So yeah, 2.603 billion in the United States. Worldwide, 2.679 billion, which doesn't seem like a, whole, a big jump. Um, additionally, HB Reese Candy manufactures Kit Kats in the United States, which has a 2012 US sale of 948 million. Uh, Nestle, I think, manufactures them across the world, Kit Kats. So they just made, so who actually owns Kit Kat then? Kit Kat. I don't even know who started Kit Kat. It's it's Hershey locally, but it's not Hershey in the rest of the world. It's Nestle everywhere else. But Reese's like when they like make like a Hershey bar with Reese's pieces in it, they make the Reese's pieces at the Reese plant and they ship them down to Hershey and then they put them in the Hershey. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many. I mean, Reese's pieces. Come on, what a huge fucking candy! And they blew up. Oh, they're the best because of E.T. and Eminem deciding to not want to be in the movie, so they use Reese's pieces instead. And I, I'm a huge Reese's pieces fan. I like Reese's pieces better than Eminem's. Oh, absolutely. Um, and then there's all like the variations. There's like the nutrageous, uh, the outrageous, which is like fucking. It's like a peanut butter log. Surrounded by car with a caramel layer on top, surrounded by chocolate and Reese's pieces. It's honestly should be illegal. There's the nutrageous, which has like nuts and it's a little healthier, I guess. Um, <laughs> there's uh, the fa- the take five squeezer, yeah, the fast break, which has the nougat inside. Nougat. Layer of nougat beneath the the, and I'm not a big fast break fan, but a lot of people like. Uh, the the fast break. There's all sorts of different sizes and fillings and variations, and and shapes which really aren't shapes. That started out with the eggs, I think, during Easter, and then pumpkins, hearts, ghosts, uh, Christmas trees. Ooh. Uh, there's the Franken cup, which came out last year, which has a white cream that is dyed green at the bottom layer and Franken cups. Those are the Halloween variations. There's a mallow cup that came out for Easter. There's a marshmallow bottom to it. Um, no, thanks. Yeah. It wasn't that good. Um, there's the inside out, which is the peanut butter outside and the chocolate in chocolate filling. Um, I don't know. Peanut butter lovers is my my favorite, which is all peanut butter. Yeah, it's, I'm a big fan of peanut butter squeezer. I don't know if you could tell. Oh yeah, it's no, a, I'm, it's, I'm with you. It's pretty much a, a big American thing. I don't know how popular peanut butter is outside of America. Is it not a thing there? I don't think it's as big of a thing outside of the United States. Washington, George Washington Carver. Because, um, like, I will, like, just stand there with a jar of peanut butter and eat it with a spoon. Yeah, I mean, what monster can't? 
Um, I don't know again how it's peanut butter big outside of. Uh, well, I mean, soccer is big outside the U.S., yeah. so. <laughs> Uh, okay, the, peanut the, butter in, is the inverse effect. There makes sense. Peanut butter is consumed in many countries. The United States is a leading exporter of peanut butter and is one of the largest consumers of peanut butter annually per capita. January twenty fourth is National Peanut Butter Day in the United States. Oh, we have to celebrate. We do. Peanut butter is delicious and should be in everything. Meanwhile, there's some guy there. It's like. Just the sniff of it will kill him. He's like, no. Oh, I guess George Washington Carver did not invent peanut butter. As U.S. National Peanut Board confirms, contrary to popular belief, George Washington Carver did not invent peanut butter. Carter was given credit in popular folklore for many of his inventions that did not come out by his lab. By the time Carver published his documents about peanuts, how to grow the peanut, and 105 ways for preparing it for human consumption, in 1916, many methods of preparation of peanut butter are already developed and patented by various pharmacists, doctors, food scientists working in the U.S. and Canada. A related dish named Pindacase, peanut cheese, existed in... Wait! I want this. <laughs> It was more of a solid than a modern peanut butter and could be cut and served in slices like cheese. I want cheese butter. Cheese peanut butter? Yeah, it's just a cheese of butter. Cheese. Yeah, it's, you know, it's not hard. Um, but yes, this was just a shout out to a candy that we've all eaten as kids. It's still the king. It will always be the king. Reese's. Peanut butter cups. Squeezer. Mm -hmm. I digress to your fourth pick. Okay. The Third. demand for the apples peaks in summer and fall as caramel apples are sold as both carnival treats and Halloween goodies. And what about caramel apples' close cousin, the candy apple? Well, that's a whole different thing made with hard sugar on the outside to give a crunchy, not chewy coating. Candy apples are traditionally on the East Coast and on the West Coast because caramel apples got their start here in the Midwest, you really don't see candy apples too often anywhere in this area. So don't expect anyone at Affy Tapple to help you make those. Well, thanks, Mark. I'll just go fuck myself. I don't... I guess caramel apples are very associated with Halloween for me because they're always sold around here. But candy apples was more of like a, f a fair food. Yeah. I, I could see that. But caramel apples, uh, always Halloween, big time Halloween. Caramel apples are definitely Halloween. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't have to pick and choose. They're both just absolutely delicious. I, I never had a candy apple. You never had a candy apple? Nope. All right. Here's the thing with a candy apple. Uh, whereas a caramel apple, they both induce pain into the nerve endings at the base of your teeth. Mm -hmm. um, the, but they do it in different ways. Uh, the thing is with, with a Caramel apple, or whoever's listening, some might say, no, it's caramel, and you can leave us a negative review after the show if you'd like. Mm -hmm. um, like, with the, with the candy apple, you, you eat the surface, and you toss the... Like, you, you don't <laughs> go deep on the apple. Mm -mm. You, you, you bite the can, you get the candy off, and then it, it's gone. Um, a caramel apple, there's a little more to work with there. 
Okay. So you might eat, eat a little more of the apple, I think. All right. Um, I mean, traditionally, do you eat, if you're having a caramel apple, do you eat the whole thing? Uh, or you just skim yeah, the surface? Because I like apples, so yeah. Yeah, I like apples too. Um, but like a candy apple, yeah, but once you get through that candy part and it's like your absolute sugar rush, yeah, you move on. Did you ever get any while like actually trick-or-treating? Nope. Oh, there there is a house that that's what they would just give out. That's still um, dangerous, right? Were they wrapped? Ah, fuck them. What are you going to do? Fuck them. Um, I mean, there were some that are like pre-packed that you can get. Um, but yeah, they would like, make their own. It's like, here, have a candy apple. And mom's like, sure. I mean, re- really, like with a candy apple, like it's not much different than whether if the sugary coating on the outside doesn't cut your mouth the razor blade will get you one way or the other so mm-hmm. either way you go home bleeding mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if i had to pick yeah i put my money on the caramel oh yeah and, i never had it might candy, be me but... now saying that um as a kid i probably wanted to go candy just because flavor the presentation was a candy apple what was that red flavor like ch- a cherry candy maybe ch- yeah i guess cherry i can't quite put my finger on it but I, I guess it would maybe like a, a cherry. It's just sugar. Um, Coated in peanuts or no? Uh, for candy apple, no. I mean, you can, but I I don't. Uh, caramel apple, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that it goes, they work better together. Um, if you look, I have, I shot a, when we did the fair footage that b-roll we shot like years ago mm-hmm. i have like five minutes of candy apples being dipped so whole apples so covered good. in a sugar candy coating with a stick inserted at the handle these are a common treat at fall festivals in western culture in the northern hemisphere such as halloween guy fox night and because the festivals occur in the wake of annual harbo- apple harvests Uh oh, cinnamon. Candy apples are made by coating an apple with a layer of sugar that has been heated to hard crack stage. The most common sugar coating is made from sugar, corn syrup, water, cinnamon, and red food coloring. Yeah, I don't remember it having a cinnamony kind of flavor though. I'm just reading what the. I mean, there might just be that much sugar in there that it kind of even overpowers cinnamon. Well, during the 60s and 70s, news reports about children reportedly receiving candy apples with pins and razor blades in them created concern during Halloween in the United <laughs> States. Hospitals offered free x-rays to detect foreign objects and candy apples. To date, the oh, stories so that... have never been substantiated and fall into the category yeah. of... What does a candy apple... I got... What does a candy... What's that? What does a candy Can... apple taste like? Oh. I want to know. Authentic candy apples have a cinnamon flavor. Huh. Nowadays, people opt to use red food coloring instead. Oh, so traditionally it would get its red coloring from the cinnamon. Now we just, to hell with the cinnamon, let's just load it full of mm-hmm. sugar and add some red food coloring. Mm-hmm. That works. Um, I didn't realize that like the pins and razor blades thing went back that far. 
I thought maybe 70s, but I thought definitely that was like a late 80s thing. Because it's like, oh, God, we need something to worry about. So it's just like a sugar coating with red food dye in it. Yeah. And th- and that's why you kind of eat the surface and then toss the apple. <laughs> yeah. You, you, get, you get that rush. Whereas... Uh, the caramel apple, it works with it. Yeah, it does. It, it definitely embodies the, the spirit of of the snack more. Um, you never had a candy apple? No, we didn't have a candy apple store in the mall. All ours came from, like, fairs. Fairs are at the grocery store in those three packs, like the clamshells. Uh, yeah. But I don't know if they were ever candy. They were a caramel. Caramel apples. see candy from time to time. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but I could, I, I I might keep my eye out. I might I might go for a, a caramel apple uh, this fall. Why not? Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Not not candy though. Like I I look at it and the idea looks delicious, but that I can't. I feel it in my teeth. Like it just hurts. It hurts us. It does. Um. That's it for candy apples? Yeah. All right, we're on to my fifth pick. Fourth pick. Sorry, fourth pick. Oh, well, aren't you cute, little exterminators? If I get another Three Musketeers, I'm going to kill myself. What's wrong with Three Musketeers? What's wrong with Three Musketeers? I don't watch Three Musketeers. Yeah, it's just nougat. Oh, just nougat? Just nougat. It is top three for me. Top three? Top three. Three. Oh, God, give me a break. Seriously, I could just eat, like, a whole bowl of nougat, like, oh. straight up. <laughs> Holy shit, you should have seen the look on your faces. And you? Who screams like that? You sound like a little girl. <laughs> hey, you guys coming or not? Oh, I heard we should hit up Loch Nora. That's where the British people live, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This, of course, is the trick-or-treat scene from Stranger Things Season 2. And even though it takes place in, like, mid-80s, it reminded me of trick-or-treating as a kid when I was growing up. Like, you argued about, like, oh, I'm, like, another pack of brown, another brown bag of M&M's. I, again, I am against Dustin. I'm not the biggest fan of Three Musketeers. Oh, they're awful. Yeah, I mean, I'll eat. I ate them. Uh, no, I would. I would just not even trade them. I would give them away. Oh, really? I ate them. Yeah, no. What, what was like your your A list? Like, obviously Reese's, Snickers, I mean, anything Reese's, of course. Snickers. Uh, those little Snickers are great. Uh, like uh, uh do you like Milky Way? No, I'm not a huge Milky Way fan either. Because it's the Three Musketeers with caramel. Yeah, pretty much. Maybe it's the nougat. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Kit Kats are always a win. Crunch bars. Uh, crunch bars are boring to me, but I no, I, I, I much love, rather I just like bar. playing Hershey. Oh, I, as a kid, I hated Hershey's with almonds. Like, don't give me oh, health food yeah. in my candy. Dark, dark, dark chocolate. Oh uh, yeah, when you when they gave out the miniatures and you got the Hershey's dark special dark. Yeah, well, so my grand my grandmother would get like the mixed bag. Yeah, that's what I just said. The miniatures, the mixed of Hershey's, but not not even for Halloween. Just like she would keep them in in like the crisper. Right, it was something you um, had. Oh yeah, I think you told this story. Yeah, 
but you've had them all year. I I'd prefer a crackle over a crunch bar squeezer. Mr. Goodbar was my oh, favorite. I love Mr. Yeah, Goodbar. Oh, yeah. Crackles are good, too. Uh, Mr. Goodbar's, uh, I wasn't crazy of early on, but I eventually grew to. But when it would be all the Hershey ones and you'd have to dig through and you're trying to push all those brown and gold wrappers out of the way. Yeah. To get to the, to get to the real Hershey bars, not the dark chocolate stuff. Ish, you don't know um, what Mr. Goodbar is? It's Hershey bar with peanuts in it. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's a good bar. I can go for a crackle now. Hmm. Uh, now you say it. But uh, outside of the candy bars, uh, you find a box of nerds in there and you are you're Oh, golden. yeah. Nerds were big. Skittles. Starburst. Yeah. Now now Skittles are my... When you, you take the, uh, the parent tax as, as you're going through. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And... Uh, my mom uh, liked the peppermint patties. Oh, and my dad liked um, Necco wafers. Ugh. Yeah, I see. I got lucky because my mom liked Mary Janes. Mm-hmm. Do you know why she liked Mary Janes? No. Because her name's Jane. Oh Jesus Christ! That's it. Because who else likes a Mary Jane? They're awful. What is a Mary Jane? It's literally the hardest substance on earth. That's a little tacky. So when you bite into it, it hurts your teeth and then rips them out from like the moorings of your jaw. I remember. Did you watch Scrubs, right? Yeah. When Turk has, uh, he's got diabetes and he's allowed to have one pick a candy out of the machine, and he mm-hmm. lets fate pick it, and he gets bit of honey, and the guy goes, "Ooh, tough." He goes, "Nah, I've been picking bits of it out my teeth all day." <laughs> Uh, let's see. What's a Mary Jane? My dad also likes Mary. black licorice. Ugh. Oh, God. It's so He loves spiced jelly is... beans. Um, Twizzlers. Peanut butter and molasses flavored taffy. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, it, it, just looking at them, like, I might, again, it goes back to, like, the candy apple. Like, my teeth hurt just looking at them. Yeah, it's it's all the Big Hunks, Abba Zabba, Chicka Stick, and Bitto Honey. Those are all, like, all the old-timey candy. Oh, yeah, Sweet Tarts. Those are... And, uh, my, oh, my um, dad loves sugar, sugar babies and sugar daddies, too. Ugh. Hmm. Uh, if you could, if you can get a pack of, uh... Like the little mini pack of Sour Patch Kids. They never Sour Patch Kids weren't a thing for us to like high school. Well, yeah, but I still went trick or treating in high school. Because <laughs> we would go and and sometimes we get like turned away, I'm like get out of here, you're too old for this shit. Like we're just walking around, you throw a mask on, you're done. But we would go up to Egypt. That's when we realized when we got older, we would get in the car, we drive up to Egypt, all the way and- to the pyramids. They did trick or treat. Do you believe my mom lives in neighborhoods um, where you had all the row homes? That's all. My mom lives in one of them. Yeah, and it's not a row home. She lives in an old ass house in Egypt. It's not a row home. Okay, okay. Well, oh, you go to the you hit up the neighborhoods that are all row homes Mm -hmm. because then you just porch jump, and and no one like you never no one ever like walked down the stairs. And like down the sidewalk and back up again. You just hopped over that little like two foot railing, mm-hmm. porch to porch, and you just nail like block at a time. And in like in an hour, you were done. Like 
half hour. Here Twizzlers done. or Twizzler nibs? Uh, Twizzlers. No, nah, Twizzler nibs. Twizzlers. Because I, I, I like playing with the like a straw or like uh, blowing in it or like toodly doing. Mm. Oh, remember back in the day when they they had the black licorice Twizzlers and the chocolate ones? Ugh. Oh God, my my grandparents again. They they would they would go to Josh Hurley's and stock up. And uh, God, they, they had all like all the flavored uh, licorice in the world, but no, just like regular Twizzler cherry. Twizzlers are strawberry, buddy. Or strawberry, yeah, strawberry. Nibs are cherry. That's why I like nibs. It, it's not a it's, it's not a real flavor, but, right, but I like the um, imitation cherry better than I like the imitation strawberry. Fair enough. Let, let's call it. Hey, let's call it what it is. Imitation. Um Okay, here's another one. Here's another one. Oh, oh, those little those little uh strawberry candies. Oh yeah, they have the gel in the middle. Yeah. Oh yeah, those they are look good. Like strawberries. And butterscotch Usually... discs. Oh. I like yeah. those too. Yeah, sometimes you get you get when you, you hit gold, sometimes you want that that old person candies, kinda like a nice sorbet. Yeah. You know? <laughs> the hard candy, it's always good. Yeah. What else was a big candy as I was a kid? I feel like M&M's and peanut M&M's were dominant. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Rarely do you get a Twix. Rarely you get a Twix. Oh, yes. Those were money. But they had like four flavors of Twix back then. They had like, they had, the original were peanut butter and and caramel. And then they had the uh, chocolate fudge and the cookies and cream. Mm -hmm. Um but Twix Twix were rarity back then. Now they're like mixed in. They're part of it all. Yeah, that's the, the, the mixed bag does give you a nice variety, but it also gives you a smaller. There's a less chance of you getting because it's just easier now. Oh, there's little a tiny less of boxes of getting like full size of candy boxes. Little tiny boxes of Junior Mints and little tiny boxes of Milk Duds were also like a big thing you got all the time. Oh yeah, I, I kind of passed those off. I didn't mind the Junior Mints. Very refreshing. Jimin's eh, all right. Um, and then Juju Bees. My dad loved Juju Bees and Juju Fruit. Those things that would basically pull your pull your fillings out if you had them. It hurt my my teeth hurt just thinking about it. Though. Oh yeah, Jeffrey loved those, and he oh. loved dots. Ugh, I hate dots. Dot. I was gonna say dots. Yeah, dots are the little fucking strip the... disgusting. No, 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 dots. Oh dot! Oh, I was thinking of the no, um, not candy, but not candy dots. Dots, candy dots, not dots, the not yeah. dots, candy dots where yeah. you eat the paper, like yeah, the the candy I'd dots. Eat, no, I'd rather eat the paper <laughs> than eat dots. Than eat dots, yeah, those jelly like, things. You look down, you you go to a movie theater and you're at the at the concession stand. And you look down, and you're like what the fuck oh. is that thing? There's you still see dust sitting on the dots. I get yeah. I got another one that that was a big a big get, those sun kissed fruit discs. Oh yeah, that had like the sugar coating on them. Mm-hmm. They were gross, but you ate them because they're covered in sugar. Like, don't try to give me something that's kind of healthy. Do they still uh, make those? We'd get the um, vanilla, um, the the peach. Uh... Yeah, sun kissed fruit gems. Still make them. Oh shit! Yeah, the, those candy peach discs, or what the hell? Or what am I trying to think of? 
Yeah, fuzzy peaches. Um, those, yeah. those, those, or I didn't get those. I used to get those in bulk candy stores when I was in like high school, though. I didn't get those in trick or treat. Uh, they'd come in like little individual wrapped like packages. Are you talking? Yeah. I think you're talking about Sunkiss Fruit Gems. Oh, well, maybe I am. Google Sunkiss Fruit Gems. Googling with the rad years. Gems hot time in Hawaii. Um, yeah, no, I remember these being like the actual like peach candy. I, I think one of our neighbors might have just handed out little Ziploc baggies full of candy. Oh, they went to Mr. Bulky's at the White Home, Adelia Valley Mall? I, I wouldn't, yeah. And it's a little old lady, so mom's like, yeah, she's fine. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Because I remember getting, like, the rings. Yeah, I never got the ring. I We bought, again, we bought those from Mr. Bulky's or Wegman's Bulk Candy when we were in mm-hmm. high school. Never got them trick-or-treating. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't crazy about them, though. Obviously, Tootsie Rolls... Tootsie Rolls were a big one. Yeah, that's kind of your filler. Oh, and then you get the the uh, Tootsie Pops, the fruit the fruit flavored Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, those are good too. Oh no, I hated them. Oh really? I like I those. Did, yeah, I did not like them, and I used to get them at the when I would get my haircut. My barber would always hand out give me a big handful of Tootsie Rolls at the end, and I would look at the jar, and as soon as I got in, I knew it was a good day if it was brown. If I walked in and I see all the colored ones, I'm like, shit. I did not like them. Scoozer didn't like the colored ones. I did. Hey, but, whoa, whoa, whoa. But you did like the brown ones, so I guess. It's... Uh, yeah, it's, uh, ha- you know what? Have fun with that audio internet. Just uh, destroy us. I mean, they, they, they don't need that We're to so, destroy us. That's what's nice about being so low on the totem pole. Yeah. Cancel culture flies right past us. Like these these idiots aren't worth canceling. No. What are we canceling? Like a show that makes them no money. Like what are they gonna do? Like we pay to do this show. Like you can't get <laughs> you literally cannot cancel us. See, that's the problem. That's how you defend yourself. Have no assets. Right. Uh, every time I look at this more, I think well, maybe Squeeze is right. Maybe I'm gonna, I am gonna buy this Greta, Greta Gremlin and put her in my office. I could have a Barbie doll in my office. Did I lose you? No, I'm here. I'm. Oh, it literally like my line went dead and like my little meters all went flat. I'm like, uh oh. I'm saying more and more, I look at this Greta Gremlin. I think to myself, you know what? Maybe I could Are you buy this. Hot and bothered? No, not hot and bothered. Like I've like this would look cool in my office. I should buy this. It is cool. I I, I could have a Barbie them, doll in my office. Yeah. The Beetlejuice one last one last year sold out instantly. I think yeah, there was a Lydia and a Beetlejuice, two of them last year. Skullectors, they're called. Um, where's your handsome little iMessage here? I'll shoot it over to you. Here's the Beetlejuice ones. They were pretty cool. Ah, it's a web pee. Hold on, I fucking hate these. Uh, How people use web peas now so you can't steal their pictures. Yeah, how am I supposed to, I mean... You make it happen. I, yeah, I'm gonna screenshot always, it. 
There's always a workaround. Always a workaround. There. Look at that. Stole it anyway. So good, good job with that. Oh, it, it it came through anyway. By the way. Oh, it did. The first, yeah, I got two of them now. Huh. Yeah, it's really cute. Yeah. They're if my, you know, they were a little older. I, they got enough shit. I don't need any more of these things. Yeah, you can't buy them now. They they're collectors' items. They'll just destroy them. Yeah. No, I just. Nah, these are strictly look items. Collectors' items like Boglins thirty years ago. So then, <laughs> a couple years are just gonna make them again, and that's very true. New Monster Highs come out in twenty fifty or whatever, and my entire retirement fund is sh- gone to shit. That's it, my thing. Is uh, I I'm collecting Funkos, and I'm gonna retire on Funko Pops because I think there there's a limited resource and. You know, they're going to be worth something one day. Uh, you and uh, Mrs. Squeeze are going to divide them like your Beanie Baby collection if you get divorced. Yeah, well, she still has her Beanie Baby collection, so we're saving that. Well, when the girls she, are ready for college, Squeezer, we're going to cash that in. You're married. She doesn't still have her Beanie Baby collection. You guys still yeah. have your oh, Beanie yes. Baby collection. Those Beanie Babies are communal property, Squeezer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That court case scene. Along, along with all my Hess trucks and her Hess trucks, we merged them together in the one big collection. I threw mine in the garbage when everyone got me. I fucking got so pissed if I ever opened up a Hess truck. <laughs> I was such a little <laughs> asshole. Like, I, what am I going to do with this? Well, blow it up with an M80. <laughs> my brother loved it because it lights sirens, firefighting. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, I'm blowing this up with an M80. <laughs> and then b- melting it. <laughs> That was awful. <laughs> All right. Um, here's your last pick, Squeezer. Okay, Chef. Dial the hotline number. Chef? Chef! I'm gonna make love. Even when I'm dead. My body might get cold, but it's always hot in my bed. Make love. Don't you be afraid. Just because my heart ain't beating, it don't mean you won't get laid. Yay! Let's get out of here. Uh... <laughs> uh. Oh, and by the way, I still have one more pick after this. You do? You skipped my second one. Oh, yeah. I'll be damned. Yeah. I did. I did it's skip all it. good. Yeah, you skipped my second one. You moved five up to two, and then four went to three. I did move five up to two. Yeah, it's all good. I did one, then I did leaf bags, then candy apples, then pink eye. I did one, three, four, five, then two. Uh, maybe I relabeled them differently. Hmm. Anyway, uh, it's not over yet, folks. You still have to suffer through this shit. Uh Episode 107, that's right. This is Season 1, Episode 7 of South Park. Uh, and it was October 29th of 97. And it was the first uh, uh, holiday special, which would really be... I don't want to say holiday special, but holiday-themed. Um, excuse me. No, excuse you. That was gross. Um, it, it was a monster. Um because after this episode aired, the next follow-up would be the um, Starvin' Marvin episode, which is the one that really 
put the show on the map. That was mm-hmm. like the first big blow up episode that even like that's when like parents started finding it funny and you're like, no, no, no. This was my thing. I had this for seven episodes. Don't you dare think that you can have this from me. I remember oh my I was at my grandparents and I came down they're they're watching it. Mom's like, this is so funny. I'm like, no! This was my show. You can't take this. It's like you can't find this funny. You have to be so offended by yeah, this. Yeah, my dad liked it too, but that's how I knew it was good. Yeah, well. Oh, this is pretty good, man. <laughs> but but not my mom. Yeah, not, um, not her. She thought Pee Wee Herman was Satan. Yeah, but then I but then I find out years later, like I said, like she loved Mar- Married with Children as one of her favorite shows, but she always told me it was awful and I should never watch it. It's because she didn't want me watching it. But when I wasn't around, she thought it was hilarious. Anywho, uh, do you want a, a MacGyver this one or just uh, hit the high points and I would uh, commentary? I would do the hits and uh... all right, full we'll MacGyver this one. Um. Kenny gets killed multiple times in this one, of course. The first time is by the Mir space station falling on him. Uh, and then because he's as he's being embalmed, uh, I, I don't get the whole thing with British people in this liking uh, Worcestershire sauce. Is that a thing? Worcestershire sauce. That's what made them zombies, sauce. right? What's that? That's what made them zombies, the Worcestershire yeah, sauce? Yeah, yeah. So the they... They spill Worcestershire sauce into the embalming fluid, which then yes. makes Kenny a zombie. Which there's, and you find out later in the episode that there's actually a warning label on the bottle of Worcestershire sauce to not use it as embalming fluid, and to call customer service because apparently this is a thing. Uh, and yeah, it makes a whole horde of zombies, and it it really is just a. An excuse for them to just make an extremely violent, gory episode, uh, just like South Park can. And it's actually very tame by comparison, because it's season one. Uh, You know, things will truly get out of hand and be even more gratuitously violent as things go on. Um, But yeah, it's your classic zombie episode. I think the best part about it is how Kenny is alongside... Kyle, Stan, and Cartman the whole episode and doesn't do anything to them as a zombie, but he will bite and attack anyone else, causing them to turn into zombies. Uh, And eventually Chef becomes a zombie. They do the whole Michael Jackson theme thing. Uh, And then customer service helps by killing, by telling them to kill Kenny. So Kyle literally cuts Kenny in half down the middle with a chainsaw in uh, just gratuitous fashion. And that brings everyone back that hasn't died. The best is uh, how (laughs) as everyone becomes human again, everyone that has already been decapitated in this gory rampage at the end turns human again, but they're already dead. (laughs) It's like their decapitated zombie head turns human, but it doesn't matter. They're already dead. Um, this is also probably the episode that really started to piss people off because they they were already like, all right, th- this show is immature and it's gross. Um, but then they dressed Cartman up as Hitler and not just dress him up as Hitler, but then he's sig heiling 
And then to teach him a lesson, the they make him watch a video of Hitler, and he finds it to be awesome. So now he emulates him more. So it's just that people got really pissed off with the whole Hitler thing. So they also, because of that, they like, well, you can't be dressed up as Hitler, so we're going to dress you up as a ghost. And so they dress him up as a ghost, but then he looks like a clan member, uh, which terrifies Chef, of course. So then Cartman's walking around dressed like a member of the Ku Klux Klan for Halloween. Hmm. While they kill their friends. And there's a bunch of Chewbacca masks. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah, they're all Chewbacca, right? Yeah, they're all Chewbacca, yeah. Uh, it's a very strong episode. I just watched it last night. Um, it's a good Halloween. And it's a good lead-up then to uh, uh, Starva Marvin, which was great. Literally, it goes three Halloween, three holiday episodes in a row. Because they weren't, like, churning them out every week. So it goes from Pink Eye, the Halloween episode, to Starva Marvin, to Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh. It goes Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Uh, oh. Well. Thanksgiving episodes are always a, a clutch, and I appreciate them. Yes. We can be thankful for them in a couple weeks. We are going to be very thankful for a lot of things in a couple of weeks. After we have a um, couple shows lined up, James Bond, then Arnold Schwar- everything Arnold Schwarzenegger, which I'm looking forward to. I think that might be really fun. Um, mm-hmm. and then a Ghostbusters show. And then Things We're Thankful, which I'm, it might also be a Ghostbusters show because I'm just probably going to talk about everything in Ghostbusters Afterlife I'm thankful for. Paul Rudd being <laughs> one. <laughs> All right, here is my next pick. Sorry to cut you off. Squeezer's got one more after this. Oh, it's all good. Rogue, any luck? Quiet as a church on Saturday night. Oh, sorry, Nightcrawler. Then just find your mother and get moving. Shouldn't we help them? They can take care of themselves. You and me gotta help your mama. Help me. Someone, please. Mother, I'm, I'm here. I help you. Hold on. I know the voice. Wait! Don't go in! This is from, some will say season four, some will say season five, but it's from uh, the later seasons of X-Men, the animated series, and the only Halloween episode I can remember, but it is one of the ones that will make us shed a tear, Squeezer. Hmm. It's a good, and I was a big Nightcrawler fan, and my friend Matt was the biggest Nightcrawler fan, so we loved Nightcrawler episodes. And I was a little older when this, because the series lasted a pretty long time. Uh, and this yeah. was like, you know, I would tape them. I wouldn't watch them Saturday morning, because you sleep in Saturdays, 1996 huh? and 7. Yeah, you know. No, seize the day. By then I had this, like, I bought this VHS VCR, at uh, at a garage sale that was not working right, and I took it apart and I fixed it, and it had a, a programmable recording on it. So I constantly like programming shows to be recorded. 
Did you miss your fan? I could never figure out how to set that down. Oh, uh, I, I, I would record the show What's with Andy. It was like this Canadian cartoon that was on Fox Family that I loved. Recorded Recess because I couldn't miss Recess. Um, and I recorded X Men the animated series, Batman the animated series, um, Justice League. I recorded a lot of things. Um, but this one, I always recorded X Men. I never missed X Men, and this one was a good one. Um, it's Halloween night. There's trick or treating going on at the the X X Men mansion, and um, the leaders of Friends of Humanity uh, discuss their former leader. Graydon Creed Jr., who is the son of Sabretooth, a mutant, and Friends of Humanity are the anti-mutant group. Um, and at Xavier's mansion, Nightcrawler is there. He wasn't in every episode, but when he was, it was always like, oh, Nightcrawler's in this one. Um, he gets a letter that his uh, mother's his mother was kidnapped and they're going to kill her. And he doesn't know who his mother is. And it's like focuses on child abandonment just because he was different. You know, X-Men always struck that big line with that, like about like the race and being different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And not just race, like creed or orientation or a lot. Of, they like they like had a lot of um, allegory, I say, to say the least, Squeezer. Even though uh, who's the fucking wrote Lord of the Rings? Frodo? No. <laughs> I thought you would have this right away. Lord of the Rings. Tolkien. J.R. I mean, Tolkien. Yeah, for a bit, but... J.R. Tolkien. Detest oh, allegory yeah, yeah. and all its uses, even though a lot of people think Lord of the Rings is an allegory. I think he just said he hates it, so people wouldn't think it was an allegory, even though it was an allegory. Um... So Wolverine, Rogue, and Jubilee go with Nightcrawler, and all the rest of the X-Men aren't in it. Um, Mystique's involved. It's very sad uh, because Nightcrawler deals with being abandoned by his mom. It still wants to save her, even though it may or may not be Mystique. This episode's on Disney Plus. You could go listen, watch it yourself. It's called Bloodlines. It uh, it is takes place during Halloween, and it's a tearjerker. I, and those the adult themes those episodes had were always so good. Um, yeah. I, I could remember a few though that were tearjerkers, and this one was one of them. Not the Morlock episode, just tried to be. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Morlocks. But uh, yeah, I figured why not talk about a Halloween episode of X Men the Animated Series? Give it a give it a watch when you're going through Simpsons Trias of Terrors. Just go over to go over to uh, X Men the Animated Series. I think they have it listed in season four there, but it was, I think it aired in season five um, from what I read. But nonetheless, I'm a lot of picks. So Squeezer, you're on your last pick. Ready. (laughs) Fine. It'll sound even better when we start the motor. <laughs> now, for one last look at the steering linkage. Okay, Pop. A <laughs> okay. I think we're ready for a test run. Boy, we'll really wipe Sandy's father this Saturday. Wipe him? We'll clobber that Clyde. <laughs> 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 
I feel like I know him. Um, this is Jeffrey. He... <laughs> uh, what club are they in? Uh, the the Munster coach. Uh, it it's up there, like iconic TV cars. I mean, it it so stands out. It's so different. Was uh, it at the dragster or something like that? Well, it was actually so they had there was a dragster that was actually a um the the coffin car. What the hell is the um the Dragula? Uh, was Grandpa's car? Yes, and it was like okay. a old uh race old race car that was like built into a coffin uh the monster coach was actually a um not a model t but three model t's so they took a took three 1927 model t's cut them up to stretch it to 18 feet long so it's like the size of like your average like box delivery truck um but made of Model Ts. And uh, they welded them together, built a custom frame, and then added 10 carburetors with the pipes coming out, added the lantern headlights, and, and decked it all out and went full monster on it. And it, it it's iconic. Like, you know what it looks like. You know that's the monster's car. Uh, it had a, what was the horse? There's here specifications. Oh, if you want a gem, you know, I like finding those websites. Munster, <clears throat> MunsterCoach.com. And coach is spelled K-O-A-C-H. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a classic website. Uh, with the, it'll take you back. It's oh, that's, what's, that's what the source of Wikipedia is. Yeah, look at that. Uh, yeah. Um, 133-inch oh, it's got, frame. It's got a, a web counter on it. <laughs> Does it? Re- oh, let me go back to one million two hundred four thousand eight hundred ninety-two people visited this. Awesome! Site. Let's get those numbers up, folks. Um, but yeah, this car is pretty awesome. It cost eighteen thousand dollars to make back in the early '60s, which is roughly like a hundred and you're looking at like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a car prop now. That's um, nothing. Which is it's nothing now, but. They also didn't spend money on TV back then like they do now, so it's it, there's a uh, there's a curve there, um, and it's just a very cool looking car. Um, it had a ton of horsepower in it. The engine was originally designed for the first model year of the Mustang, the sixty four sixty five, like the sixty four and a half, basically. Uh, so and you're dropping it into a Model T, and it, it feels weird to like say Model T. And I was thinking like, wow, that that doesn't make sense because it's like you you think Model T, you think of like that 1908 like you know driving around with horses all around you kind of thing, right? But they made Model Ts up till 1927. So you look like 1927 to 1964-ish. Let's just round up to 67. So like 40-some years, right? Right. That's, that's like... really not that long. Go go 40 years back and, you're, you're, you know, there cars, people just driving around in 40-year-old cars like it's nothing right now. Really? Cars from 1981? 81? Ah, uh, yeah, you still see some out there. 
Not really. No, not like... All right, maybe not 81, because that year sucked, but... Cars have become throwaway, I feel like, anymore. They have. Well, you got your, your class. You got your classics. Some, stuff. but there aren't many. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like, yeah, it's not like it's a, like you're driving around an 81 like, or like a 94 Neon or something like that. Yeah, that. But <laughs> there's still plenty of preserved cars that you, it's not like when when I think like Model T, I'm like, oh, it, it doesn't even exist. Like, and it's a whole different world when you compare it to a Model T. But 40 years ago, like you still see like a, a Charger or a Mustang, you know, or something along those lines. Like, oh, wow, look at that classic car. And they're still roadworthy. You know, so if you made a show now and, you know, you were like, oh, well, we're going to take a. I don't know. Did they make Novas in 81? Yeah. And take three Chevy Novas, cut hmm. them up and put them in the one big, long Chevy Nova. Don't they do it's like, that? Oh, wow. Uh, no, I'm, t- I'm thinking AMC Gremlin. They did that with uh, Wayne's World 2 to make those limousines <laughs> for Wayne stock. Yeah. So, yeah, when when you look at the, the, the time span, like you're like, well, 81 really isn't that long ago. So 1927 wasn't that long ago back in 1963. Um, yeah. It was made by the same guys that it was made by. Um, no, I'm sorry. It was AMC Pacer, the Mirthmobile. It was a Pacer. It was a 1976 AMC Pacer. 76. So that's probably what 12. When did Wayne's World come out? Was that 92? Wayne's World two came out in 94. Oh, Wayne's I World think. two. Yeah, the Mirth limo is. Um, Yeah, Mirth Limos from Winds Road 2. So that was 94. So that's about 20 years. Not 40. Yeah, not 40, but still. For a proper... And, I mean, it, it was the right thing to make it look that... Uh, it, it looked like a hearse, kind of. Uh, it was made by George Barris, the same guy who... He didn't design, but built uh, the Batmobile, the, yes. the 66 Batmobile. It's the same. He was like the the Hollywood car guy back then. Celebrities would go to him like, hey, build me a custom car. Uh, he built the stuff for like the Beverly Hillbillies, um, the the Green Hornet car, you know. He also, And then there's this whole thing about him building a... He made a recreation of the DeLorean and then said, like, hey, I built a recreation of the DeLorean and then slowly just stopped saying recreation to the point where the producers, like, Zemeckis is like, no, no, no. He didn't build this car. And, like, they had to make a statement and, like, cease and desist. Oh, man. Yeah. But. Yeah, it was, uh, it's a cool car. It's very much in line with. It's a very Halloweeny car. You see a lot of things like that uh, in like some parades. Some people have similar, uh, like, you know, custom modified cars to make it look kind of Halloweeny. You see them from time to time, uh, and and you can't not think that they didn't take inspiration from the Monsters car. 
I wonder what they'll drive in um, Rob Zombie's remake of the Monsters, which he's currently doing. And he had a song called Dragula. He did have a song called Dragula. Cars, George Barris. He did John Wayne's Station Wagon. <laughs> oh, yeah. He also, yeah, he did a lot of like custom stuff for uh, celebrities. Current, oh, current projects. Where the, where's his cars? Well, current projects, I hope, you know, aren't any there because he's been dead for six years. Uh, I'm on his website, though. Looks like um, he did the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang car, maybe. I don't know a lot of the super van. What the fuck is this? Yeah, that thing's weird looking. Yeah. The super van was rebuilt for the movie Super Van in the early 70s. What the fuck? There's a movie called Supervan? I think we need to watch this. You could watch it and give us a uh, a, a, a long MacGyver-style update of it on the next No, nah, I'm going to watch Dune again. <laughs> well, that's it, Squeezer. That is, that is Halloween season. Oh, I went too fast. I know. It went... Ah! ah! Sorry, I had the wrong fader potted. It blew through here, and uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's all gone, and uh, we have a few shows to get through Thanksgiving, and we start our Halloween, our, Halloween, our Christmas programming squeezer to take us out through the rest of 2021. Yikes. But that's it for Halloween, and that's it for tonight's show. It was a fun, fun season. What do you think? That was fun. Yeah. Tis the season. How dare you? How dare all of you? First of all, I would like to make a comment on Squeezer. He never came to my house trick-or-treating. After he'd go jumping around Egypt houses and he'd never come to my house. And he had a standing invitation. And I don't know how many times I was standing there ready to drop my robe for him when he knocked the door from to oh. give him all my candy. And he just wasn't there. He broke my heart every time. We were at school, and it was just me and him. And, oh, lunch lady, can I have some candy? Oh, lunch lady, can I take a nap in your lap and curl up like a little kitten? And I said yes. But then when it came to the real world, I was second fiddle, as usual, to Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and, and the Mellow Mars. I just wanted to say the people writing reviews that they don't like me can just shove it. I am here to tell my story of my rad years history with my little squeezer, and I just, I just, I just wanted to say happy Halloween, squeezer, and I made you a whole tray of Rice Krispie treats. If you want to come over and get them, we'll eat them together. We'll dunk them in milk chocolate, or hot chocolate, I should say. The chocolate starts out room temperature, but we make it hot with our bodies. Yeah. You're going to have to scoop it off my bosom. <laughs> There's not many hairs there anymore. Don't worry. All right. Well, I should go. Halloween's getting here, and I need to get ready for trick-or-treat. I'm going to be waiting this year once again, Squeezer, even though I know you'll stand me up again. Oh, he's gone silent. <laughs> I have to go. Bye, everybody. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Man.
man, she is a pill. Yeah, she is. I thought you, you guys probably thought you're gonna make it through a whole episode without her budget. I was, in. I was waiting for it. And... <laughs> ah, well, she's not here, and and we're here, and we have to say goodbye because we're running out of theme music. Say goodbye, Squeezer. Aww. Goodbye, Squeezer. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Hit the post. <laughs>